What's up, guys? It's your host, Jimmy Fedmin from Irreplaceable Player Football Training, and we have with us today, you can introduce yourself. What's up, guys? How's it going? It's Reese, your friendly neighborhood English man. Oh, man. Back again. Yes. And to the left. And I've made the return. Yes. It's Aiden here. Back where I belong. Got the boys. Got the three. Got the boys. Got the three back. And we are excited about it. What are you talking about today? What are you talking about today? Tryouts. Tryouts. Everything tryouts. Everything tryouts. We're going to go through um, our thoughts on tryouts. We're going to talk about uh, how to, how we go about tryouts as far as coaching uh, coaches and uh, what we think is right, well, what to look for and stuff like that. And then how, how to prepare for tryouts as a player. Because as we all know, there's loads of different things uh, that coaches are looking for, and you got to know uh, what they're expecting. So let's get into it then. Um, so thoughts on tryouts, and we'll start with start with Cook. Cookie Prodigy, um, what are your thoughts on tryouts? Like when I'm when I'm asking that, I'm saying like um, like do you think they're do you think we should be hosting tryouts? A hundred percent. I think teams should always host tryouts, but then I think as well is that a team needs to make sure that depending on the age, um, most teams now they always have their A team, B team, C teams. I think depending that that needs to stop at a certain age. To a point of where a player can accept not getting into a team for a tryout, but before that, I think that they need to have a structure so that they don't let young kids go and break down a little five-year-old's confidence because he didn't get into a team. Whereas if you're in, say, I'd probably go, maybe I'd probably go about the age of ten or eleven, maybe a little bit younger, where literally, like, I think a kid can take not getting into a team, but then that will come later in life and that's happened to me that's happened to my friends that's something yeah. I know yeah and I think fast back home is slightly different how we do tryouts in a way same in England yeah in England it's a bit, different, it's a bit different to here <clears throat> tryouts aren't a massive massive thing but they are still pretty big but they don't come around very often right so you're saying you're saying like for a club there should be I th- an, I th- a set age that's it. So, so I still think you should still have tryouts, but for a set age, you should have enough teams to be able to make sure that the kids, all the, if you have, say, 100 kids, you can have the teams for them up to a certain age. Right. Then after that, when the kids know partly their ability to play, then you can introduce, okay, we've only got a team of, say, 30 a- players. B team. You either make it or you don't. Okay. I think for younger kids, you can't really give that to them in their first couple yeah. of trials at a really young age. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And you would never develop anyone Yeah, if, if that was the case. okay. So many people would stop playing because yeah. as a five, as a six-year-old, you've been told that you can't get into a team. Yeah. But the way I see it is, as you get older, I think it's a big part of the game. Like, you need to be able to deal with failure and getting rejected from these tryouts. Maybe not as a kid, because that will knock their confidence. Right. But in life, you're always going to come up with these, like, obstacles and it's not how you how it's not the obstacle it's how you respond to the obstacle absolutely yeah. so what, go would you, again. what would you say is the age that they should bring in tryouts where they can actually say to a kid sorry you haven't made the team for the trial or you haven't made the club for example i'd say around around the teenagers yeah age, so yeah. like maybe 13 or something so like when i was a kid um i just played for a local team up until under 13s um then I got invited to a tryout when I was 
think it was 11, but it was for the under 13s. And that was my first experience of tryouts. And yeah, I think that was the right age. I was, I was probably one of the better players at my local team and I feel I needed a step up and right. that was a good age to well I think and I think it varies between player and player too yeah, like definitely. you said I mean you were you were very talented and obviously very competitive you know what I mean yeah. uh, so I mean I think we, there are some 13 year olds even that that don't respond well to failure yeah. where you have, might have a 10 year old in that same club team that is like, fine with it we all peak at different ages so you might get a 17 year old who goes on to great things but when they were 13 years old they were they were pretty they weren't good enough. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So it's it's just all about like finding a balance, I think. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I can agree with um, the teenagers. Um, same, same with me. I played with the local club team. Um, nothing else to it, and then I was invited to try out whenever I was ten, and it was for a youth U twelve, I think it was select team U twelve, and that was my first experience with tryout. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I think it was the right age for me. Um, but I know as myself, I was a very competitive person, you know what I mean? So failure, I knew that I could bounce back from it. Yeah. But as, at the same time, I know some of my friends um, that that age probably wasn't the right time for for a child, yeah. you know? So, I mean, I think it definitely varies between the two. So we have about 13. I'd probably say between to me, 10. between, I'd say between about 11 and 13, 10 and 13, 13. Yeah. Probably a good age. I think underneath that age, like it's all just about enjoying it and right. enjoying yeah. it, developing. Yeah. I'd say just getting the fun of the game, right? Social skills and just being outside and active, really. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay. And then y'all both, y'all both nodded uh, and agreed that it was different tryouts back home. Where so we have Scotland here and England and then America. So how is it different in England? What do you see here that? You don't see, or, or maybe you don't see here that you do see over there in England. So for me, obviously, in living in London, most of the tryouts that you would get would obviously be all the club's youth programs. So, okay. for example, like Crystal, I live around Crystal Palace, Millwall, Charlton area. Right. So they would they would host. I think it was, if I remember correctly at the time, it was two tryouts a year for your kids to try and get in. To the youth program, um, for those two clubs, if I remember correctly, when I done it, in the youth program, in the into the youth okay. program, yeah. and and outside of that, the only way you'd get in would be if they obviously scouted you and picked right. you up, but they would they done trial days and everything like that, or trial weeks, um, and outside of that, if you don't play for like a professional club's youth program and you wanted to try out for a team, it's pretty simple. You pretty much just get in contact with a coach, right email and they'll say that they're having a tryouts and these days just go down and try out and then but most of the time because it's because obviously it's so big back home for us literally in the space of say like a five mile radius you probably you could probably find like 10 15 club setups yeah most of them share a lot of pictures anyway right but literally because they because they're so close together if you don't make one team most people don't really get disheartened they'll just go down the road and play try out for another team two days later yeah so yeah, here because the clubs are so spread out, like trying to try it out for one club is a lot, especially like geographically, because you don't have to travel far for another club. Yeah. For me, five miles isn't nothing, but from where I live, I could try out for five different teams in the space of a week. Makes and sense. I have to worry about travel distance for each one of them. Yeah. Which yourself then? Yeah, so, so I wasn't really brought up in the city. I was more in the like countryside. Right. So it was a little bit different, but it was like the same idea. So when I was a kid, um, I played for like my region, which is basically like a state. Mm -hmm. So um, 
and then after that I got a call from like the pro pro youth team in my area which were called Queen of the South um so they were like the best team in my area and probably 90% of the people that played for the region were at that tryout so that's how they got it in terms of like what Reese was saying like you could go for five tryouts in a game that wasn't really the case for me but of course, like if you were living in a city, right, yeah. that would have been the case. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it gets a little, here in America, it's, it's not as popular. Yeah. So, I mean, you got miles between each club, you know. So, so you're saying two two tryouts, then two tryouts a year, open tryouts. And they're extensive tryouts, so like over a week period? Over, so, I done, I done Palace and Millwall, I think when I was about eight or nine. I done Millwall one year, Palace the next year. <coughs> both of them were the palace one was four days the Millwall one was three and literally it was just you're pretty much there the entire day going through it all um <coughs> and yeah i think i remember one of my friends said the, the charlton one and i think at the time the charlton one because they were close to the premier league and the championship that one was like a two-week tryout thing yeah they've done different things you went they split them up because they had so many people doing it that's extensive so they they had literally every couple of days you're going through different variations like everything going through passing control shooting literally every couple of days you're changing it up so they want to see how every player is at that age how well they can broaden their horizons right another way they do it like back home is instead of an actual tryout like you'll just go and train with the older age group so like when i was in under 13s we get people coming to train with us that were the year below in school mm-hmm. um and then that was another way like see if they could handle playing at that level you know what speed I mean? of play yeah yeah no yeah that makes sense um okay then so then thoughts on trials and go back to where we started and thoughts on trials can we all agree then we, we all agree that trials are necessary yeah definitely 100%. okay um we're just talking about having it at the right age group right yeah and then um with the tryouts then with these day tryouts and do you do we think they should be longer like but you're saying week i'd say say weekend minimum yeah i think for me i think a two-day period i mean i think two days is is solid well the people i came over with to come here to america um they do tryout days so you they do a tryout day where you go to their facility that they've hired out do a couple of drills, play a big match, and they scout players that they think can come over. Right. Once you're signed up with them, throughout the year they do game days. So they, they do everything for you, basically. But then their main trial day is their showcase day, which is a two-day period. So for me, I had to travel up to Scotland. And the two-day... Nice. Uh, nice. It's <laughs> the place to be. Um, flew up there on a fri- Friday morning. Got to my hotel. And then I think it was Saturday morning, you go to the facility, they sign up everyone to their teams and literally try out day. It's just coaches there, everything's like that there. They just, everyone, they try out everyone under their program that came. Yeah. And then kind of same thing, coaches pick out the players they want as like a tryout day. So right. coaches are watching on film, coaches there in person. Um, See, so I, I like that idea, like having different coaches. So for instance, like a smaller, because I know some clubs do tryouts at a younger age. Um, like your U10s, your U8s, you know. Um, but I say tryouts. It's not It's not a tryout to cut higher. It's more of a trial to set that kid. For instance, um, a club might have four U, U10 teams, and it's it's this club, let's say, for instance, it's called like a 
I don't know. What would you say? You play, you play Crystal Palace white, Crystal Palace red, Crystal Palace yeah, blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so not one, two, and three or nothing, right? But obviously you have your top team and then your lower team. So every player still gets on a team, but they're just working on different things, right? So your top your top team is probably working on your more advanced stuff. And from game to game, they're, working, they're focused on winning. Whereas your lower level team may be focusing on technique and development. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I like that idea um, at the younger age and – because at the same time, then those those kids that need that develop that need that development uh, can get it. You know what I mean, and and bring them up. Yeah, I agree with that. Because as I was saying earlier, like you might be on a lower team, but in a couple of years' time, you might physically develop, and right. you can still be able to get on the top team. Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Okay, then. So, do agree. Trials are necessary. Um, then how do you go about trials? And as a coach, we'll start with the Scottish man. Uh, so what I do is I would obviously I'd advertise it, and and then I'd probably do a weekend one, like weekend, especially for kids, like so it doesn't like interrupt school and stuff like that. I do right. it over a Saturday and Sunday, um, maybe on the Saturday do more like ball work based drills, and then maybe go into small sided games, right, and then. On the Sunday, maybe warm up and stuff, and then and yeah, feel a little in a side game. Yeah, exactly. Depending on the age level, obviously. I like that ending in a, in a, yeah. In a game. Yeah, I think that that's probably the I, most I, common I would, way. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, have one day working on the small stuff to see how players are with the more technical stuff of it, mm-hmm. and then the day after, maybe visit something again, warm up, visit something again, and then. Put them in a game and see how they do deal with the game. Right. I think it would be the and then same thing. I'd say yeah. a three day weekend tryout period. Maybe something really. Maybe meet your coach on a Friday night. Parents get to meet the coaches. Talk about how the weekend's going to plan out. Saturday comes. Do do these bit on Saturday. Same thing on Sunday. And then leave Sunday. Yeah. So I'd say have them arrive earlier on a Friday night. Yeah. Meet everyone so that everyone knows who who's who, who's the coaches that they're going to be practicing with, this, right. this, and that. What to expect over the weekend, and then what to expect going forward after the tryout as well. Because obviously most coaches aren't going to pick players from a tryout twenty five minutes, right? Minutes yeah, after absolutely. After yeah. a game, so that at least yeah. they know time periods. And then uh, some coaches. I mean, I I would probably if I didn't pick a kid, I'd at least give the parents a reason why, right? And maybe what the kid can work on for future tryouts. And I think that's very important. Very important. Yeah. Let the, let the kid know, you know what I mean. Let them yeah. let them know why, and that way they have a chance to to um to work on it and invite them back. Yeah, time, right? yeah. You never know, like they could go and work on that, and the next year blow you away. Yeah, and I've seen that. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's different. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll talk on um first the club team. So obviously, I got asked to to be a coach of a of a club team, um the first club team in this small town, and a small town. It's a big town, actually. Anyways. And um, so it was interesting because you're building a team with no players, right? So um, I think whenever these bigger club teams have tryouts uh, or select teams, they're, they're they're scouting for a specific player or a specific kind of player is what I see, what yeah. I believe. But like whenever you're scouting for a whole new team, um, it's a bit different and every coach has their own philosophy of what they're looking for, you know? So um, that was interesting. We did that. We had a meeting. We invited everyone, you know what I mean? Everyone in that town, all it was um, a U19 all-girls team. So we invited all the girls at the high school and all that. And um, 
talked to the parents, told them what to expect, when the trial dates were. And what we did, it was a two-day trial. It was a Tuesday and Thursday. You know, that way, Ed, all the girls were invited to both trials. If they couldn't make one, that was fine. They could make the other one, right? And um, and that's what it was. That first one was all technical, um, small-sided games. And then the last one, that Thursday, was technical again. And then we ended in a full 11 v 11, you know. So it just to see everything, like I said, I mean, there's game players and practice players, you know. So, But I, I'm – Whenever you're building that full team, the way I had to set up and have the paper here, um, I did like a speed, um, aggressiveness, passing, shooting, um, speed of play, awareness, I think I called it. Um, because, I mean, you're looking for 11 players to fit a fit yeah. field, you know what I mean? You're not just looking for your one smart player you're one big aggressive player you know what yeah. i mean i mean you're looking for everyone so and then i rated them from a scale of one to five so i mean and for some that's i mean i don't know how y'all would do it but that's how i did it for the club teams so um and then cook you can speak on this we now we're doing our high school season and we had our tryouts or tryouts and then it's that's an extensive trial i mean really yeah really the, i mean i think the problem with high school is obviously when you're trying out for a club team you're only going to get you know, so many players turning up in a high school. Most some high schools they'll have it as more of like an extracurricular activity mm-hmm. rather than an actual thing. And some kids will take it as an actual. I want to play. I want to win. Da, 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 da. Some kids are just there to be there. To be there, yeah. Absolutely. So you end up having say sixty kids, seventy kids be there, where really only 30 percent of them are actually the ones that really want to play. Yeah. And that's why it's such an extensive period. We have to weed those out. We have, we have to, to find the ones that want to play, and it takes time. And then, obviously, as a new coach, if you're a new coach, like you was the new head coach for us, it's obviously finding the players that you want that work for you. Right. That might have been there before. That just certain things that play come into part, like the attitude of certain players, like so many other things. But yeah, going from club to high school, I think is two different ways of trying out and yeah. figuring out who. Who you want on your teams? Yeah, yeah. So, like for instance, the club team. I'm, I'm looking for soccer players, right? And everyone that's yeah. showing up there wants to play. They want to win, right? For high school, it was for me. For our, our focus this year is um, culture building. Culture. So I'm looking for hard workers, for leaders, for kids that aren't getting in trouble in class. You know, and we keeping their grades up. That are examples outside of just the soccer field. You know, it's it's different. Like you said, it's way different what you're looking for as a coach. So, trials are going to be different without a doubt. Um, so I mean, like. For instance, like what do what are your how do you go about those two? I mean, for different trials, what do you think? Like, I mean, how would you grade those? You know what I mean? Yeah, I like the idea of like doing it on like one to five, like in different areas. So like someone might be a five in one area and then a one in another area, and that that's already a way you can look to improve that person as a player. Right. Um, in terms of like the high school and like comparing it to club soccer, I think. Like with high school soccer, like as you said, thirty percent of them might want to be there. So I think that would be easier for like the tryout to like go ahead, if you know what I mean. Because like it's easier to distinguish, sorry, distinguish between the good players and the bad players. Right. The ones that yeah. really want to be there, their attitudes will be good. Maybe they've played before, so they'll be technically good. So I think that would be easier to work with, like. You were saying you had to pick a whole new team for a women's team, and 
you're you're looking for soccer players. You're not looking right. for people that are just there to do something with their friends. Right. Yeah, so. And and it's still it's still hard because I mean you're looking for soccer players, right? But like we were talking about, still developing. It's our job as coaches to also find potential. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean they might not have it then, but if you think, oh, this yeah. person might have something, we can, might. Uh, be able to fix this in the future you know what i mean yeah, and, and you take them on board you, so you take them under your that's what, yeah that's to do with like mentality so like are they willing to put in the work right are they have they got a good attitude yeah that's a very important factor as well especially for kids absolutely yeah. could agree with that good no yeah, no, yeah. Huh? say anything <laughs> on that <laughs> no i'd say 100 i'd quite like i mean obviously every coach is going to look for uh probably have a slightly different graded system. But I, I think one to five, short, sweet, you know, three's your middle ground. Rather than having a big system, you're like, oh, if they get like a seven, they're like, how far off yeah, are we exactly. from getting here? One to five, you know, say one, fantastic. Five, not not so great. Three, your middle ground. Just makes it really easy for them. And I think as well, I would probably wouldn't go too, into too much depth for my grading categories. I'd probably at least have maybe about five to eight categories mm-hmm. um, would probably be, I think would be a good amount because then you can cover quite a few things. If you just put like one thing down for one of them, it can cover so many things underneath. Right. Um, rather than having to name out like 10 or 15. But um, yeah, I'd say easy grading system. Let parents and players know beforehand, this is how I'm going to be grading you. I think would be my main thing so that they know what I would be looking for. Right. And then obviously I'd say I'd always want another coach there because obviously you'll have some players that try to like sneak, sneak past you in terms of I'm looking at you for this like five minutes, they work really hard and then bang the other 25 minutes, they just out of the window. Yeah. yeah. I so, think that's important just to have another view as well. I mean, yeah. And they I mean, probably yeah, might see something that I don't they, see. Then you're not going to be biased to any players as well exactly, if you have someone yeah. else because then the parents can't say, well, my kid only played 20 minutes where everyone else's kid played 45. Da, 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 da. If you have another coach there as well, they can give you what they might, what you might have not seen that they did see. Right. I'd probably say it would be the main thing as well for, for a trial, having at least one or two more eyes there. Yeah. Especially uh, if there's like 70 kids there, like one set of eyes, you're going to miss a you're lot of exactly. Yeah, Exactly. And since we talked, since you talked, uh, talked on, I can't speak, talked on the grading system. Another one that I saw that I've seen before is a one to three grading system. So like a one's like the top third. Yeah. Two's a middle ground and three is the bottom third of your yeah. team, you know, which I thought that was interesting. I think that. I've never used it. I, I think that, I think that the problem with that I've is seen. like, as I said, if you go one to 10, it's very broad. That's too broad. Yeah. It's very broad. If I give someone an eight, they don't really know how well they're doing. I think if you get to one to five, you know, one's your top, five's your bottom, three's your middle ground. If I say you're a two, you know, you're very close to that being in that top one. Or if I give you a four, you know that, okay, I'm not terrible, but I know I can do a little bit of work. If you go one to three, so if I see a three on a grade report, that's out of one to three, like straight away, you're like, oh no, that's no, really I'm, bad. I'm the worst. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, very broad. It's yeah, very broad. Yeah. You have 70 kids, you break that up in 30. I mean, or to so, three. Yeah, I think third. one to five, I think, is a fair ground to um, grade everything on because then at least they can see where they need work but if you just say one to three if I give you a two not too bad if I give you a one you're like that's fantastic but if I give you a three you could really be like a two and a half right 
but I'm giving you a free, so you're like, oh no, like, that's, yeah. yeah. And then you get a one, I mean, you might be the yeah. one out of three, you might be the and lowest. Your head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got your head all big, like, like Mr. Cuckoo. <laughs> I'm not even close. <laughs> all right, then. So the next one is going to be uh, this is the last one. This is for our players and parents of how to prepare uh, for these trials. And obviously, we've all been through it as players, right? And coaches. So I think we have a good outlook. We'll start with. Personally, for me, I don't think um, like you should change much up to preparing for a normal game. Like, there's no point of putting added pressure on yourself. Like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's a game of football. Like, there's no point adding more pressure than what needs to be there. I love that. I think love so. Just do what you usually do. Make sure you're preparing well in terms of like your nutrition, um, sleep. Make sure your um, body's ready for it. Um, prepare mentally. So like maybe like visualization of like performing well right uh, just so you're uh, in a good like frame of mind to perform that's how i would do it yeah. so you're saying prepare like a game yeah i, I like that like there's nothing worse when you go to a tryout and there's someone like they're trying to do something that they wouldn't do in a game yeah. like trying yeah. to do too much yeah like a center back trying to take on the whole team like that's not yeah. that's not your job is it yeah, yeah. So just do you. Yeah, that's that's what I and like think, what you yeah. said. No, not to add added pressure. I mean, I'm all, I don't know how many times I'm always saying just play with a smile. Yeah, yeah. You know, half the time they go out there with a smile and they're playing ten times better than they were with yeah. the school in the face. You know what I mean? Like, keeping your head straight. Yeah, definitely. Cook. Uh, for me, I think it, it it all depends on the age and the uh, size of the tryout. I think. So, like, if you're just trying out for a club team. 100% agree you just go about as if for a normal game prepare yourself how you would a normal game things like that if you're trying for something a little bit higher so say you want to try to get into like a big club's youth academy I'd say you would probably take a slightly different approach still plan as if it's a game but obviously if you know okay the tryouts are not for another three weeks I'd do a little bit of planning ahead know where you need to go don't then leave anything last minute Right. So make sure you know where you need to go, time you need to be there. Obviously, arrive a little early. Say, like, coaches love that someone that's there early, ready to go. Um, and as, as you said, the main things I think prior to that would be your health, making sure you're eating the right foods. Prior to that, rest, not going out, coming in at 3 a.m., things like that. Make sure you get enough sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, as I think, as you said, visualization. And knowing what you need to do for your day will probably be the main things. As he said, don't be, don't try to be that centre back that's gonna try dual past the strikers and then try hit one from thirty five yards. Right, right, right. Do the job you always do, and do that job well. And I think the coach, I think a coach will definitely see you as long as he sees that, not right. trying to do something that he probably never heard of you to do before. I like that. I mean, I think. You know, obviously, like you said, I mean, if uh, you're just trying out for a local club team, for your, young, your younger kids, right, the younger yeah. kids, um, that's important to just play, to just play. And I think the majority of them do just play whenever they have trials, you know what I mean? They don't really know any better, you know? Yeah. I think the older you get, the more you add pressure to yourself, right? And so yeah. the bigger the bigger trials, and like, let's say you're going for a college tryout or something like that, and I think that's very important. I think you do need to um, – Take a slightly different approach, maybe. I mean, you should know if you're going to go for a try at least a month, two months, possibly three months advanced, yeah. right? And that gives you enough time to 
to up your game on the fitness, up your game on nutrition, you know, take care of your body, like you said, um, cut on the late nights, right? Um, and just being smart about what you do uh, and tweaking anything that you need to tweak as far as the player and technical-wise, yeah. you know? I think with the as a more advanced um, tryout goes, I think it's important to know what the coach is looking for. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I mean, if, if like, I mean, we've been to, I'm not sure we've all been to club tryouts where they're looking for a specific player, right? They, they've lost their two center backs or they're looking for a defender and a striker, you know, then that's what they're looking for. Okay. Can I play that role? Is this tryout worth my time? You know what I mean? And then for instance, if a try, if it's just an open trial, right, they have another team to fill, you know, and that's, that's something else. So I think it's important to know what the coaches are looking for, how you need to go about it, you know? So, I mean, and that, that can, um, that can change about how you go to planning those three months ahead of time. You know what I mean? You can work on whatever it is that you need to work on, right? Yeah, definitely. I think at the same time, like, when you know there's a trial coming up, obviously you're going to try and become fitter and stuff like that. But the important thing is you need to be fit pretty much all year round, in my opinion anyway. Like, you never know, like, next week something, you could get a call from a coach and saying, oh, can you come for a trial? Can you come train with us? You need to be ready. If you're serious about it, you want to be ready, like, pretty much all year round. Absolutely. No, I like that. That's true. No, I, I, I like that one. Yeah. yeah. Always be fit. Always be ready, yeah. right? I mean, obviously, for us now, we're in the off-season, so we're probably not as fit yeah. as we was, what, in August, September. But still, I could agree with that 100%. Like, if when it comes to football, you probably have, what, a month, month and a half in the year where you're, like, truly off football. Yeah. Whereas the other, you know, 10 and a half months, 11 months... You're either in season, in preseason, or in off season. So, like, yeah, hundred percent. You've got to be pretty much. I'd probably say between seventy percent to hundred percent fit all year round. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, and you are. I mean, if you're playing, if you're playing every every weekend, yeah. then you are fit all year round. You know what I mean? You might yeah. have the two months off. Like you said two, three months off. So, without a doubt, last thing I'm gonna say as far as like um, for the players. Especially for the ones in that those teen years, you know, where, where they start to get into more selective tryouts, uh, bigger, more pressure tryouts, I guess you could say, um, is to keep your head up. Like you said, um, you think you or Aiden said earlier at the beginning of the podcast that he thinks failure is part of the game, right? And it yeah. builds, and and I believe that I agree one hundred percent. Builds that character as well, right? But you learn from it, like you said, the feedback. You know what I mean? So. I think players that they come in, some players, they're used to being the top at their local club or some sort. Then they go to a bigger club or try out for high school or whatever, and they don't get what they were expecting. Have been, have been yeah. getting their entire life. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's different. It's kind of a shock. You like know, it's just a small pond. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they see. Exactly, yeah. You're bigger radius now, you know. Yeah. So And that's and that's how it goes. Or you're playing with older players. Yeah. One thing I've noticed, or just to add on that, like being over here is – People don't understand the jump from high school to college. I was just, just, I was yeah. just thinking that. So like, no, that's true. At like high school soccer, obviously, not as you said, not everyone wants to be there. So you, if you're serious about soccer, you're probably going to be in the top ten percent of the team. That doesn't mean you're going to be in the top ten percent of the team at college because everyone's top ten percent yeah. whenever they go to college, right? <laughs> yeah, so you're, every, facing, every, yeah. you're facing the best players. Everybody of everybody wants the best of the best, right? Exactly. So. so so just keep that in mind, like when you're going to like college or any other level. Yeah. It's, that's important. 
I will say that we have we've had some two now two players uh, sign, which we'll talk about that in another podcast. But we have two players now that just signed to colleges, um, and that's what I tell them too. I mean, from club to high school, that's a jump already. That's a jump because now you're playing with not just your age group, but now you're playing with people four years older than you. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's already a jump. If you're a freshman coming into mm-hmm. a varsity squad, you're yeah. going to play someone who's probably graduating in three months' time. Exactly. And you might be the best player in your whole life. You yeah. might be an amazing freshman, you know, but when you're playing a great senior, you're not going to play over them, you know, and it's just yeah. not going to happen. And then – so I think that's a huge jump. And then from high school to college is, is another huge jump because not only are you playing people – now, like you said, top of the tier all around the nation, all around the yeah. world, right? But then you're playing against people, what is it, like six years older than you as well, you know what I mean? It just depends on when they come to town. Yeah. We, got, we got Reese over here, nearly 30, you know what I mean? Wow, you're so good over this age range. I'm not even old. <laughs> but, I mean, but, I mean, that's true. I mean, you come here and, I mean, you're facing, I mean, the, the gap between age, which is development, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's bigger and and you have to just take it in and, and learn, take it as a learning, take that failure as a learning process, you know, do your time, learn from the yeah. people above you, um, study them, watch them and, and be open to being coachable and be yeah. open to trying new things, you know, without a doubt. Is that good? Yeah, man. Everything on preparing? Yeah. Guys, if you have any questions, hit up the Twitter page, IPFT podcast. Um, and yeah, next podcast will be on our. I think we're going to talk about our camps. Camps are coming up soon, so we'll talk about where we are going. Possibly where we're going. Possibly. We, we've got going. it all planned out. You'll find out next week. Yeah, Reese is, he, Reese is in charge of the, of the route. So. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find that out next week. Maybe if you're, if you're interested within the Oklahoma State area, so if you're a bordering state, let us know if you want us to come to your town. We'll see if it's on the route and we might stop by. That's right. Trying to visit some new states. So. All right, guys, we'll talk to you all later.